at some point, you have to stop being a victim. Welcome to another episode of season five of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, the podcast for people who want to be okay with being uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. Today, we're diving deep into why some people seem to have it all and others have nothing at all. <laughs> In other words, the difference between a scarcity mindset and how to shift into more abundance thinking. What we know we're in abundance of is uncomfortable moments, so let's share those. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, you first. All right. Well, I had a really distressing dream last night where I, it was one of those dreams where I thought it was, it felt really real. And then when I woke up, it was one of those like, (gasps) like I gasped when I woke up because it was so distressing. And um, yeah, I dreamt that I got stabbed and it's funny because (laughs) I remember in the dream specifically I had a lot of friends around me and I don't remember how I got stabbed but I remember holding my side and being like I got stabbed and just like bleeding everywhere and what's funny about it is that it was funny it's funny now about it because um because my friends where you would think they'd be like oh my gosh melissa got stabbed let's get her help and instead they proceeded to uh use my blood to to use in a like witch seance ritual thing and i was just laying there like bleeding and watching them assemble this whole circle using my blood from the floor to use me as a sacrifice or something i don't know but at the time i was like what is going on and then i remember hearing one of my friends say oh she's just gonna die from blood loss you know just let it leave her alone you know it's fine let's continue with what we're doing who said that you need to know you need to find out who said that that person's not your friend that's what this dream is about maybe it is dream was i, I yeah, there just no, you weren't there. That's because I'm a there. real friend. I would have been like, <laughs> someone called the ambulance. <laughs> ambulance. <laughs> well, good to know. These friends were around me and they were doing their witchy thing. Right, and it's just, you would think that I would be freaking out that I was bleeding, right? But I was more so like holding my side and watching them do this seance thing. And then and then them saying, oh, it's okay. She'll just, she'll just die from the blood loss, right? And then... And the thing is, is that I felt FOMO because I was like, since when did we all get into, since when did we all get into which things and how come, when was the conversation that was had that I I was going to be the one to be sacrificed? This is why psychics are reaching out to us on Instagram because your aura is nasty and you're getting killed by your friends and sacrificed in your own dreams. My aura was not nasty. It just needs to be like, anyways. I just thought it was it was funny. I remember laughing in the dream because I was like, haha, you thought I was gonna die after they were done with their um seance situation. I got I got up and they're like, Oh, you didn't die. I'm like, Yeah, I'm still here and then I woke up. But I just thought it was funny because I texted that group of friends and I was like, Hey guys, didn't know you guys were into witchcraft. I would love to be I was waiting for my Hogwarts letter. How come I never got my Hogwarts letter and how come you guys did and you get to do all this seance witchy okay. stuff without me because you're a muggle clearly and apparently just meant to be sacrificed which 
I have many questions about. <laughs> so that was uncomfortable. When I woke up, I was like, wow, I got stabbed. Yeah, I would feel uncomfortable too if my friends let me bleed out so they could perform <laughs> some type of satanic ritual with my blood. Get your own blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's At the time of us recording this, it's spooky season. So maybe a combination of late night snacks and spooky movies that I've been watching. It has inspired mm. this dream. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was just... I wasn't scared at all during the whole time I was experiencing said dream. You would think that if You're something wild. like that was mm-hmm. happening to me, mm-hmm. I would be freaking out. But more so, I was just like, huh, what an interesting thing that's happening right now. Um, you also need to figure out who stabbed you because clearly it was one of them. <laughs> I will, When I entered said dream, I had just been stabbed and I don't know who stabbed well, Exactly. And if there was no one else around to claim that they stabbed you, it was definitely one of them. But yeah, and it seemed like it was intentional because yeah. they were like, okay, now she's bleeding. Perfect. Let's now that she's use bleeding, the ingredient. Let's use her blood. <laughs> you better be looking in depth into that friend group, Melissa. Who can is someone a interpret? Can someone interpret my dream? Is that I just something? did. Someone's going to betray you. <laughs> you my fortune cookie today. Someone in that group is a snake and is going to betray you. <laughs> I feel like some of those people in that group do listen to this podcast. So, hey, shout outs. It's one of y'all. Maybe it's not one of them. It's one of you. <laughs> that Anyways, is very wildly, enough of me. I did not expect that. <laughs> Surprise. I, I got no stabbed. Um, I didn't. I kind of. I didn't get stabbed, but I do feel like I was assaulted. <laughs> so I went. Class pass got me again with a free trial. And there's a yoga studio near me at Santana Row, which I pass by all the time. It's called Hot 8 Yoga. And mm-hmm. I already am resistant to yoga. I'm, you know, and hot yoga just mm-hmm. seems like a turnoff to me. But anyway, I tried it. And mm-hmm. I... Y'all, I texted Melissa today, and I literally said, I almost started sobbing in the middle of hot yoga. Literally, what the fuck? So, there was this part You're not of alone, though. Where, well, I didn't know that that was a thing that happened. No one warned me. I, and I, I thought it was you. supposed to be... I don't know. Whatever. So, it's hot, and all of a sudden... And I'm, I'm already dying. I'm three towels deep. Like, I'm sweating. My <laughs> Everything is sweaty. I, I And she goes, okay, we're going to do a heart opener. And I was like, oh, sure. So, we do the heart <laughs> opener, and afterwards, she goes, let's take a moment to acknowledge what happened. Sometimes things come up. And I was looking around the room like, wait, did, some, did I miss something? Did I? Did was I not? Happen? Was I late to class? <laughs> and then I started breathing, and then I felt it suddenly. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this shit? I literally was almost sobbing, crying, and tears are coming to my eyes, and I can't tell if it's tears or just sweat pouring from every (laughs) part of my body, and hot yoga basically makes me feel like I both want to pass out and throw up, and apparently also now cry. So I don't really think I'm a fan of this hot yoga experience. It's too much. It's too many things happening at one time for you. Y'all, I texted Melissa. I said, Melissa, my hair is sweating. (laughs) And you know what I responded? I was like, I know exactly what you mean. Because I've left hot yoga classes as well. And I'm like, how? How am I this, this sweaty? Like... Uh, but I'm going back tomorrow because I paid for a week for $35. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I'll be damned if I don't use it as much as I possibly can. So. Yeah, class pass got you. It sure did. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that was wow. We've both been very uncomfortable, but yeah. hopefully y'all can relate. Had some juicy, uncomfortable moments this time. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> we need a break. I need some yeah. water. I'm I'm warm just thinking about it. <laughs> so, we're gonna come back we're and we're gonna, gonna talk about <laughs> we're gonna talk about scarcity mindset yeah, just in a moment if you haven't already heard the terms scarcity mindset and abundance mindset or what i like to call lucky girl mindset <laughs> here's a crash course provided by idrlabs.com who had a quiz Melissa and I took to see where on the spectrum we fell. So according to them, people with an abundance mindset are liable to believe that there are enough resources and successes for everyone. Since they strive to recognize the power of the thoughts and language we present to ourselves every day, they consciously make an effort to live life to the fullest. On the other hand, people with a scarcity mindset tend to believe that resources and successes are finite in number, and thus one person's success is necessarily another person's failure. Consequently, people with a scarcity mindset tend to be constantly struggling with envy and worry, and this often hampers their ability to make the most of the opportunities that come their way. So by just listening to those two descriptions, do you know which one you are? If you don't, you can head over to idrlabs.com slash abundance mindset slash test.php and we love a good quiz. So we took it before the show to find out which one we are. So Melissa, are you ready to reveal? Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to say it at the same time. Okay. I have to open mine though because I forgot what it said. Okay. I took a screenshot because I know myself and I know I'm going to accidentally Smart exit. Smart girl. Lucky okay. girl. <laughs> are you ready? In yep. three, two. One undifferentiated, undifferentiated mindset. <laughs> We're the same. We're the same. But there's there's percentages. So what on on which end of the spectrum are you more abundance or scarcity, and how there much were percent? Percentages. Hold on. Let me open that again. Take screenshot. Forgets. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I read the whole description, but I didn't know there were. Yeah, at the top. Oh, okay. Okay, I do see it now. Um, I am 59% abundance Shut and 40. Up. Are you the same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 59 abundance and 41% scarcity. I guess this is why we're friends. So if you're wondering and you're like, wait, WTF, that's ta- neither yeah. of the things. Uh, <laughs> it's like cheater. I, <laughs> you're both. I didn't know that was an option either. Yeah, but if either. you are like us and you fall somewhere in the middle, then you might score or get this result. And apparently people with this mindset have kind of both depending on the situation. Yeah, situational. So you kind of see resources as partially abundant, partially scarce. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you believe there's enough and other times you feel like no matter how hard you try, they're lacking something. It says usually time or money. Accurate. Re- yeah, resonated with that <laughs> for sure. Do these results make you uncomfortable? Um, No. Well, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, because I think that I've done a lot of work around and not, not like I've been working on this for years. This is a recent <laughs> thing. I like how you called your own bullshit out. Well, like you were about to, it was about to come I, out of your mouth. The way I started it, like so calm and I've been working on it. Like, I don't... After many years of work. 
I just, but I have actually been putting in effort to be more lucky girl mindset and see things as going my way, which is what I, not how I used to think. So a silly example, I told Melissa this earlier when we were just catching up before our recording, I was running a little late to said yoga class, partially Mm -hmm. because I was dreading going. And on the way there, I felt scarcity mindset Vanessa come out where I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm running late. I'm going to have a hard time finding parking. And then I have to like walk all the way. Like, I hope I'm going to make it on time. And I was like, no, I'm a lucky girl. I'm (laughs) going to find a parking spot and I'm going to get a good spot in the studio for class. And both those things happened. Mm -hmm. But I know if I'd been thinking the opposite way, that wouldn't have happened for me. Or whatever would have happened would have not been you know, again, not enough or it wouldn't right. have been good enough. I would have immediately enough. been like, oh uh-huh. my gosh, that's why it didn't happen for me. Blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it, it does make me, un- it does not make me uncomfortable. Actually, I'm a little, I'm happy. Yeah. That's Progress. Good. How about you? Progress. Same. I think, especially now that I see the percentage, I, I w- I'm proud to say that I'm 59% abundant, abundance mindset um, because there has been work that has gone into shifting. I've always found, not always, I think in past versions of me, I've been positive, ha- have had a positive mindset generally, but mostly for others and not myself. Oh. So that's where that scarcity mindset ha- is. And it's interesting because I feel like both of us maybe even have been operating in in scarcity mindset and abundance mindset all this time in various situations, but not really, at least for me, I haven't had that vocabulary to identify when I've been doing that. You know, an example that is not necessarily a personal one, but one that comes to mind when I think about scarcity mindset is how media, like Mean Girls, for example, that type of cattiness between other girls, Mm. that competition, that assumption that there is competition, that is a social norm that had been put upon us from Mm -hmm. such an early age. And it's been portrayed in, in media for a long time. And I remember it going into college and thinking oh snap it's gonna be like this cutthroat situation (laughs) where all these girls are fighting for the guy or fighting for that one spot on the club organization or whatever and sometimes there is that competition but I had it set in my brain that it's gonna be this doggy dog type of world you know Thanks, patriarchy, for thinking that we have to compete with each other to like, no, but no. And going back to the question, though, I, I yeah, I don't feel uncomfortable about this. I actually remember when I was taking this test, three questions in, I'm like, I, I have a feeling it's going to be something in the middle <laughs> because there's certain situations where I've applied scarcity mindset and applied abundance mindset. It's only recently maybe in the past three or four years where I've started to be apply more of that abundance mindset to myself and my specific situations instead of having it be this distant kind of thing that I see for other people Mm. but applying it to myself if that makes sense it does make sense so when have you experienced scarcity minds are there 
certain aspects of your life in which you're more scarcity minded than others or is it just like an overall phenomena or how does it work for you? I've noticed that scarcity mindset takes over at times when, at least in the past, has taken over in work situations where I'm like, ugh, like I'm not even gonna bother delving into that because it's just gonna be a negative outcome. Whatever I do in this situation is not gonna be what they want anyway, so let me just check it off the list, push it, I know it's gonna come back to me anyway, so let's just, whatever. That's just one example of how I've been in scarcity mindset mode okay that makes sense how about you work's a tricky place i've experienced it at work too i uh, but the one area that i know for sure i've experienced scarcity mindset in is money and this this is actually something i've been working on for years this whole scarcity mindset around money because for me at some point you have to stop being a victim so a little more context you know growing up in the community that we grew up in and my mom being the main provider of the money, it I always knew that we were not well off and I was conscious of it all the time and it affected everything because it mm-hmm. just always felt like we could never afford things. Mm-hmm. And I would see other people afford things and have an easier time and think to myself that, okay, well, clearly other people have it and I don't. And it was not until after college and after I'd gotten myself into some trouble with, you know, credit card debt and everything that I stopped looking at it in a, whoa, this is me kind of way where I never have money. I never had money. I'm never going to have enough money. And I started thinking of it in terms of like, well, what can I do? How can I change my situation? How can I see the benefits of what I do have instead of always being this victim and just saying, well, I'm broke, I can't afford it, or I can't do X, Y, Z, you know, and start asking have more, Realizing you have more say in the situation than you would have probably in the past. Yeah, and I really do think it's about altering your mindset. I read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad like a bajillion times. And one of the things that, I mean, like, he he can be problematic, the, the author sometimes. But what I will say is, in the book, there was this moment where he describes talking about, instead of saying, I can't afford it, ask yourself, how can I afford it? And I think that mindset, I'm trying to take it into different things, not just money, but also work. How mm-hmm. can I make blank happen? Or mm-hmm. how can I do this thing that I'm trying to do? Versus just saying, I can't do it. Because right. then you lose automatically. Then you, you, don't, yeah. you don't have enough. Yeah. yeah, and I know we, we also read an article earlier too to just familiarize ourselves with the concepts a little bit more. And I think I, re- mm-hmm. I think I remember when we were reading it, talk, one of the, the tips in order to um, practice a more abundant mindset is to apply a win-win, uh, try to find win-win situation so Mm -hmm. whether it's applying that to um your personal relationships when you're having a disagreement or an argument or you know just having um yeah a disagreement or when you're negotiating something at work uh, or there's a work situation instead of looking at the situation as someone needs to win this argument and someone needs to lose or someone needs to win this case someone needs to lose or someone needs to win this this client or this account and versus someone else doesn't how can we shift our mindset to 
be more of how can both parties in this situation benefit somehow um, where we can both kind of lift each other up in a way whether yeah. it's in a relationship or in a work situation or whatever what have which you. is how hard can... to do sometimes mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we are trained to compete with one another yeah well actually why don't we get into that list because it was a really good one so it was an article from forbes forbes mm-hmm. right and it was called what was the title of it five ways to go from a scarcity to abundance mindset and we do want to share with you not only what we've done melissa and i but maybe some tips uh, from this article too. And so maybe we can go through the list and, and talk about them yeah. a little bit. So the first one was to focus on what you have, which sounds so simple, but it's actually really not. Yeah, but I like the example that they talked about. They're talking about if you have been thinking about a career change but haven't taken the leap, you're probably having thoughts like there aren't enough jobs out there or I don't have the right skills or enough skills to apply to this job or, you know, who am I kidding? This is a competitive, you know, job market for this particular job. And that's scarcity mindset. But instead, shifting your perspective on thinking about what what you have. So you have X number of years of experience in this particular field and, and seeing it as, hey, that is great, a great thing to uh you know, a great asset to use if you're trying to start a business or if you want to apply to this particular job Um, or taking a look at, hey, over the past X number of years I've been at this agency, I've been able to talk to and build relationships and contacts with so many people that could help in this transition that I'm trying to do for my next job. So kind of looking again what you have versus what you don't. The second tip was surround yourself with people that have an abundance mindset. So I just want to name that I'm sure we can all think of someone in our lives who has a scarcity mindset, and we probably also know someone with an abundance mindset. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated with the idea of surrounding yourself with people who have an abundance mindset because there's, you know, people are always saying, you are the five people that you surround yourself with. Blah, yeah, you're blah, blah, the blah. reflection of the five people. Right. The closest whole, five people to you. That whole notion, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, whether you believe in that or not, I do think that the people who are around you, I, I definitely believe that their attitudes and their beliefs, whether limiting or not, rub off on you. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you fall into the trap of wanting to help the person in your life who is very scarcity mindset oriented, especially if they've been a friend for a long time. However, it might also drag you down in the sense that... Limiting you, yeah. Right. And if you have too many people in your life who are very glass half empty, then it's even harder to fight the tendency in your own self to not see the glass as half full. Or you're also... Like that and also... This is your worldview, right? Are, are these people that you see and interact with on a daily basis or often? And you're like, you, by being exposed to that scarcity mindset at all times, it could reflect on how you view the world. It's, oh, if all of these people are are sharing these experiences in this scarcity mindset, this has to be reality, right? The world right. isn't, like, the world is, like, a cutthroat place, right? Because it's everyone around me. your own yeah. limited belief. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so. I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the toxic people out of your 
I'm just kidding. Gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And if um, you uh, need to know how to do that, we have two episodes on it already. Out <laughs> yeah, we really do. We truly do. <laughs> we truly do. Uh, the third one is create win-win situations, which Melissa touched on earlier. So let's go to the fourth one, mm-hmm. which is to incorporate gratitude into your daily life, which is a very important notion and actually something that we talk about or talked about rather in one of our episodes, which is three ways to practice gratitude throughout the month of November. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for an easy fix, there you have it. <laughs> yeah. And in this in this article, specifically one of your faves, Oprah, said, if mm-hmm. you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. If you look at what you don't have in life, you'll never have enough. So A girl. Yeah, I definitely can work on incorporating gratitude into uh, my daily life more. Mm-hmm. So, gratitude journal. Melissa yes. needs to get on that. Gratitude journal. You mm-hmm. need to get one. I it is to get life one. changing. I hear. I hear it is. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get on that. Um, and then the last one here is to train your mind to recognize possibilities. This one's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was reading it. It was one of those moments where I was like, mm, <laughs> mm, I see. Yeah. Something that I definitely need to work on as well. So this part or this tip essentially is that mind shift that we were talking about of shifting our perspective, really. So instead of immediately saying this is something I can't do or it's impossible, shifting that to be focused more on what is or the how like you were just saying when you were talking about the author of rich dad poor dad instead of saying hey i can't afford this ask the question and said how can i afford this and then it opens the door to at least problem solving your way towards achieving whatever you're setting your mind to or thinking about doing right so I think maybe even having the gratitude journal is part of that getting to that point of training your mind to, to recognize what you have and also recognize possibilities in your life. I do want to name that, yes, this is difficult. It does require you to get uncomfortable because you are confronting yourself. And it's easier, in my opinion, to be the victim a lot of the time and to blame the, the world or circumstance for what's happening to you. And don't get me wrong. We all come from different like backgrounds, different things have happened to all of us, mm-hmm. different traumas that we're unlearning, working through, whatever. But for me, there's this tipping point of, okay, well, I can let that define me for the rest of my life and just have that control everything. Or I can try to change it. And like you said earlier, it's much easier to say it than to do it. But we love being uncomfortable and right. trying to do the hard things. And so we hope that you will join us on this journey because I'd like to be more in the lucky girl abundance mindset. It's mm-hmm. a nicer place. <laughs> it really truly is. And coming from personal experience of having a number of people be truly scarcity mindset, when you're asking that earlier, we all have people in our life that are scarcity, like our scarcity mindset versus abundance. And Oh, truly, once you shift towards that 59% abundance yeah, yeah. mindset, which again, <laughs> I'm very proud of, it's the grass is greener where you plant, you know, what is it the saying? The grass is greener it. where you water it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's nice to be able to see the world in a positive notion as opposed to constantly seeing it as 
this mountain you constantly have to climb. Why don't we enjoy that mountain? The sights. <laughs> sights, she the sights said. along the way. <laughs> Turn around and look behind you at the view. Ay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode today on scarcity mindset, abundance mindset. Let us know if you take the quiz, <laughs> where yeah. on the spectrum you fall. And hopefully we can all work together to see that there is so much in our lives. Abundance. An abundance in our mm-hmm. lives. So thank you all for listening today. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. We would be super grateful if you left us a review. We release new episodes every Tuesday, so we'll talk to you soon.